you tune into the latest gossip and topics no one likes to talk about the conversation that makes us all uncomfortable let's talk about it on the breakdown podcast i'm your host Brittany marlette and i've been expecting you darling get busy living or get busy dying who said that don't forget to message Hey y'all, it is Oya Myra and I'm with The Breakdown with Brittany Marlette again. It is good to be around in y'all's face. I'm just slowing it down, drinking my tea. Dandelion root, a little bit of elderberry, um, some soul spa. I think I'm saying that correctly as the weather is changing. So I want to make sure that my immune system is at its peak, right? I'm coming to y'all in this episode a little different. You know, we usually talk about um, wellness Wednesdays and we talk about different mechanisms and keeping yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and intellectually, and I hope sometimes financially healthy. Um, So it, it ties into it still, I guess, on the intellectual, emotional, and mental part. Um, I'm going to be talking to you about campaigning for a district council position um, within my neighborhood. I reside on the south side of Chicago. And as I told you before, I am uh, extremely passionate about restorative justice and uh, administering that through holistic health advocacy. And what is holistic health advocacy is using indigenous principles of what we uh, should be considering to be justice, you know. I am strongly passionate about abolishing the criminal justice system to make a justice system. And that means that there's going to be equity and fairness. And by doing that, we focus on healing our uh, society 360, right? We don't separate the institutions in this uh, individualistic type of mindset. Well, it's the criminal justice system doing this and it's the healthcare system doing this. When actuality, um, it's all of it working together to harm a lot of people in this society. And there's a lot of institutions that have to be abolished. And I'm running for district council under the community commission for public safety and accountability, which is focusing on increasing public safety and strengthening police oversight and accountability. This new commission which was passed July 2021 after a lot of work from grassroots organizations in the city of Chicago. It has been a lot of work done by people uh, protesting, um, going to the politicians and making sure that they're held accountable and calling out the abuse that they have experienced themselves. Um, CARPA is one of those organizations uh, that have done a lot of legwork. And I became interested i found this pamphlet actually in the laundromat because i'm on my journey to like create i am in i am in my journey of creating a holistic health advocacy farm within the city of chicago and i was like how are you gonna do that myra it's a lot you know going through this innovative thing is it can be difficult i'm not going to shy away from that but i saw this pamphlet basically encouraging community members to run for district council 
and be a direct connection to how we're going to receive um, interaction with law enforcement within our in our country, within our city. And as I um, got more into it and reviewed, I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. This, this sounds perfect for me, right? I just graduated law school. Now, granted, um, I haven't passed the bar exam. And I'm really hesitant on whether or not I will be um, attempting it again. And the reason is because to me, I believe that the bar exam is measuring how much I can think as a white male. It is measuring how I review law and using my intellectualism to promote a white supremacist agenda. It doesn't say anything about my my intelligence. It doesn't say about my ability to be an intellect. It doesn't say anything about my ability to critical think. It's just, it's making sure that I was properly indoctrinated by law school. And I know that I'm an outstanding advocate. So by going into the district council position, I'm counting, no, I'm not counting. I am propelling myself for, uh, if it's going to be a fight, it's going to be a fight. The fight to dismantle um, whom can be adequate, ab- who can, whom can be adequate advocates within this society. This position is going to be a, a place where a community member can engage in leadership in establishing and informing communities who have been harmed by the American criminal justice system, specifically in the city of Chicago, on their self-ruling authority. That's what this commission is about. That's what this position is about. It's not a political position. It is a experienced community member navigating, who has navigated through institutions throughout, in my opinion, throughout the society and understand how to utilize them to benefit their well-being. And what I want to do is show others how to utilize that. Social services should not be stigmatized as you're utilizing social services like um, peace officers and asking them to engage in crisis intervention versus being punitive and, 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 and locking up people in order to remedy, so bring remedies to the community. That's not a weakness. That's a strength. <clears throat> that's a strength. Uh, to uh, this, this is launching on November 9th, but I'm recording it on November 8th. And today is voting. It's it's the day to vote in the uh, city of Chicago, the state of Illinois. And one of the things that is on the ballot is whether or not we should open up more mental health institutions. 
that shouldn't even be up for vote. That is a public health issue. If you can't drill down on COVID-19 and then you didn't want to, you thought that you were not going to give us the option of public, uh, the option to whether or not we were going to be vaccinated, because it was attempted, wasn't successful, but you want people to vote on whether or not we should have more mental health institutions. That's a problem for me. Um, and that circles back to why this position of district council is so important because I hope instead of creating more political positions that more positions of for community members to have a direct say so and not even just positions because positions put people in a, a tier right someone's on the bottom tier somebody's on the higher tier we need to be in circle with each other we need to be in circle um so some of the things i'm proposing as i am positioning myself <laughs> to be a district council member under the Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. And I will make sure to, um, you can go to the chicago.gov and just type in Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. And I'll see if I can uh, place the link within this, uh, this podcast. You can go there and see how you can one, educate yourself and also participate in such a beautiful thing that is happening right now in the city of Chicago that will be spreading across the United States because the federal law of the consent decree is basically saying that uh, those who identify in institutions as police departments and law enforcement will no longer be able to engage with communities without their consent. Don't just give up your consent room. That's all I'm saying. Um, so yeah, uh, check them out. So, um, and let me know what y'all think about these proposals. I'm not coming here to dictate anything. These are just things I think are um, important based off of me being a social scientist um, and um, advocately not only in the legal field, but the educational field and kind of combining them to see what we need as the population of adults in order to um, provide holistic health, healing to our communities, all communities. So first I want to advocate for the mandatory educational requirement of officers in administration within police departments and uh, law institutions, the executive branch period, whether it be local, state, or federal, that they have the mandatory educational requirement of what crisis intervention really is, what crisis intervention really is, and also not making it um, stuck, right? I talked to police officers and they said, well, this is just what the policy is. Policy should never just be, duh, 
right? It should never just be firm. It should always be flowing because our society is in the constant movement of flow and change. So should we should be able to adjust policy in a way that best serves the entire community, not just the majority of the community. Um, it's also be a mandatory educational requirement of yeah, crisis intervention and what anti-Blackness social biases in society looks like. The denial of anti-Blackness why, while we practice it is just crazy to me. People, there is a social contract of a racial caste system within this country. And it is eerie of the denial of it in a social manner within all economic, political, social groups that we do to each other. Um, so anti-blackness is a word and it shall be, um, it shall be reviewed. It shall be called out for what it is. I'm actually going to read you what anti-blackness is, a definition that I got. Anti-blackness is the manifestation of racist and prejudiced beliefs and or ideologies that are hostile, excuse me, that are hostile towards people of African descent, especially those that are identified, especially those who identify as black according to skin tone and racial categories. Anti-blackness relies heavily upon dehumanizing and false narratives about African and African identifying black people and their cultures. It also relies upon the historical erasure of African and African descended people. Anti-blackness can be perpetrated uh, by people of any ethnicity or racial background, including other black people that have embraced white supremacist ideas. Jessica and Mitchell. Awa. Dang, that definition was, it's a lot to take in, but, you know, when you dissect it, yeah, all of that. And I also want to read this. We have to actively eradicate our collective love affair with victimhood as our sole identity when engaging with institutions. That come from me. So I know it's a lot, it's a lot, but anti-blackness is real and it is really the root, it is one of the roots of what feeds this uh, racial caste system within our, in our society. And we got to break the contract. It's over with. Um, the next thing that I will advocate for is advocating for traffic violations and ticket fines stay within a zero dollars to 50. I said a hundred at first, but now I look at $50 threshold. Most people in this city are, if we're talking about on a, uh, a class perspective are low income, middle class. 
the reason we keep having cost of living go up because we keep agreeing to it. It doesn't have to be that way. And I don't think if a, a, a violation for not a park and you didn't park, that should not exceed no more than $10 if you didn't pay for a, a, um, a ticket, if your time expires. We're, there's an amount of over-policing that is happening in this, this city that needs to stop. Excessive policing through ticketing. It causes unnecessary stress. It causes people to be vulnerable. Most people are leasing their cars. So you're adding another bill simply for existing in a certain geographical location. That's absurd. Uh, the third uh, proposal that I'm trying to advocate for is advocating for community voting on a usage of police budgeting funds within each police district. And I want to uh, rename how we're identifying um, the area in which the district council will be uh, working in. But what I'm saying is advocating for community voting on the uses of police budgeting funds. There's a $1.9 billion budget for the uh, Chicago Police Department. The citizens see the community members should be saying how those funds are going to be utilized. They should be saying how those funds are going to be utilized. That shouldn't be um, something that... Um, That shouldn't be something that that just politicians should have a say so on how that's going to be used. So those are the just three proposals that I have. Um, I just want to encourage not only for you to um, be aware of the Commission of Public Safety and Accountability. And the fact that uh, there are going to be three positions, three, I keep saying positions, but there are going to be, yeah, three positions uh, for district council within your police district. Join. There is a lot of opportunity for us to engage, have community engagement now. No longer do we have to sit we never had to, but no longer do we have to sit on the sidelines while other people make decisions for us. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try on this platform with my Wellness Wednesdays. Thank you, Brittany, for having me. Not just talk about yoga, not just talk about meditation, but talk about what happens once you clear the trauma. What happens when you see that you can um, indulge in preventive, preventive measures to reduce harm? No, we're never going to be able to eradicate <clears throat> harm or what we might 
considered quote unquote to be evil, but we can tame it. It doesn't have to happen in such large numbers to so many people. So I leave you with that for Wellness Wednesdays. It is acknowledgement that you have self-ruling authority, acknowledgement that you um, can advocate for yourself, acknowledgement that community members like myself are moving in love to utilize um, things that are being placed in front of us. And I hope to see you if you are on the south side of Chicago when I'm out there getting signatures. Um, and I have an Instagram because, man, I was wasting so much paper and I hated it. And I also like to engage with people. Um, TD Run for 2023. Follow me on Instagram. Um, as I go through this journey, and I hope that it inspires a lot of people to know that you are capable, you are worthy, and just with one shift, you make a difference. We need each other. This is a time as we evolve as humans and understanding that we need each other. And that means we all got to stand on our own, 10 toes down. So this is Oya Myra. Detaching with love. I hope y'all have a wonderful week. Mad gratitude to Brittany Merlette for her uh, allowing me to have presence on her podcast once again. And I hope this message gets to where it needs to go. Ashe. You have just listened to The Breakdown with Brittany Marlett, also available on Anchor and Spotify. We'll be expecting you, darling, on our next episode.